Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back. Slight hiatus, but we back. All right, look at that sunburn, boy. I'm peeling, bro. It's bad. Look at the shade, though. Look at the different color. Same. (laughs) It's nuts. It looks a little worse on here. For some reason, the contrast on my camera is a little off, and I can't figure out why, but it's wild. Yeah, I'm like the color of a (laughs) G.I. Look, <laughs> boom! <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I got some color though. I mean, yeah. at least you got you see that a Puerto Rican, a little more Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, so um, went to a buddy's wedding in Mexico, so I was gone for like eight days or so. Getting back in the swing of things, got major sunburn on my arms, so I made a tactical decision. So we went down there. The wedding was on Friday and we landed on Monday. So my biggest concern was not to get super burned before the wedding because I didn't want to have like yes. a red face and pictures and shit. So I don't care. I'm fat. Obviously, if you guys are watching this, you know that that's kind of a given. But it doesn't bother me like people looking at me because I'm fat. So I usually go shirtless in the pool or the ocean because I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter to me. Like I've gone to Mexico with this couple of three times. I'm always shirtless. So it's not like they haven't seen me, but I was trying to avoid getting burned. So I bought these swim shirts, sleeveless swim shirts, but I was like, I'm not going to like get messed up because it's going to be uncomfortable. We're here for five days before the wedding and mission accomplished. It worked. Only my (laughs) arms got burnt. It wasn't too bad. I didn't sleep too bad. My face didn't get messed up. So it was the right call. It was the right call, but fun times, man. I know you haven't really gone nowhere, but you definitely got to get out. To a vacation. I mean, Mexico's fun in general. We usually stay on the resort. We went to the five oh, sure. beach um resort. So it's an all-inclusive. Um and had a bunch of pools. We had the penthouse villa. So we had like the third floor. It had a jacuzzi on the roof, like just Ooh. all out. Pretty cool. Did you have any margaritas? Oh, so many. I didn't even so first. So when I my go-to drink at the beach when it's like super hot is yeah. a Miami Vice. Like it's a frozen drink, you know, like keeps me cool. It has, you know, alcohol. So I usually just get a Miami Vice pina colada. I'll sprinkle in some margaritas. Um, but I had never had a passion fruit margarita until last week. Okay. And let me tell you, my guy. Change your life. <laughs> new favorite margarita. I don't know if they make them everywhere because I ain't never heard of it. Before that week, I'm sure you can ask for it to be made that way, but it was amazing. I like margaritas. I like mine, uh, like just on the rocks. Though I don't really, I don't like them frozen. So I drink them on the rocks if I'm like at a restaurant or if I'm drinking it before like eating something or after yeah. eating something. But when I'm on the beach, I try to keep cool. So frozen, it is. I could dig it. It's fun though. This resort was like built into like the jungle. So like Ooh, monkeys, fancy. literally monkeys running around and shit. Like there was, I was in an adult pool one day and um on Wednesday there was like a bachelorette and bachelor party and I wasn't partaking in that. So I stayed back with one of the other husbands. We're in an adult pool chilling. This monkey comes out of like the wooded area into the restaurant, bro. People are eating. So a table that had like leftover plates, get some food, and then just goes about his business like one <laughs> shit. I was like, all right. Was there was like it. these little ant eaters. 
like dozens of them bro and they're so used to like humans if you were in the pool they would just come up to like your bags and shit and be like rummaging through the bags people would try to shoo them they'd be like whatever bro i'm trying to find what i'm trying to find <laughs> ain't nobody worried about you man Give me yeah nobody worried about that but it's cool <laughs> man like obviously all inclusives is where it's at you just pay to get there and then once you're there you just basically tip everything else is included so all mm-hmm. you could drink all you could eat they had like a couple restaurants on a beach. One had like burgers and sandwiches and empanadas. Then another mm-hmm. restaurant was like straight tacos. And they had another one that was like, these are just snack areas. I'm called, they're not yeah. even restaurants. They had like a pizza one. And then the full fledged one, there was like an Italian, a French one, Mediterranean, uh, like a buffet. There's all kinds of shit, like so much mm-hmm. stuff to do, man. You can leave the resort if you want to. A lot of people do. They go on excursions and shit, but mm-hmm. you don't got to. You definitely don't robbed. got to. I'm not getting robbed in Mexico. <laughs> You're a crazy uh, story. Mexico. It's fun. It's fun. We should do it. Like, just with people oh, that we know. Yeah, I would love to go on vacation with you, Brian. It don't have yeah, to be like... Get you in uh, a hot tub. Hey, you better watch your mouth, boy. You couldn't <laughs> handle me anyways if you even wanted to. Shut your ass up. Um, what was I gonna tell you? We were there we for eight resort. days. Like that is that is a long fucking time. It was like other time when like Sunday expensive? came around. It was tough. It depends. Like we got a super deal on this one because it was for a wedding, and they, dude, destination weddings usually on average. I've never really been to one, but I know people that do them. They get like twenty to thirty people to go. Like it's expensive to go on a destination wedding. Now my mm-hmm. boy Eric. And my homie Annie got over 80 people to come to this wedding, dog. It was insane, the amount of people. So it was cool. Just little subgroups, right? Friends that don't really know each other because they're different parts of their lives. Mingling. But it wasn't too bad. It was like we were there for eight days, all inclusive. It was like, and the penthouse, and it was 2,200 bucks. Like you could do it. You could do a regular room for like half of that. You know what I'm saying? We just went crazy. There's always discounts. Like I use Travel Zoo for some shit, and we can get we get like sixty percent off. Like as long as you're open and flexible to the dates, there's always deals you can get. And then yeah, the no. cool thing about Mexico is it's only a three hour flight, bro. Like going yeah. other places, even the Caribbean, like it's like five hours. You gotta change planes and shit. Mexico, yeah. you drive down to Chicago, <laughs> hop on a plane. Three hours later, you're in Cancun, getting ready to start drinking. Just download the Lord of the Rings trilogy and watch one on the way there, one on the way back. So my buddy Mark was like, it's perfect. So he actually left from Milwaukee. So or from I think they did O'Hare. I did Midway and they had to change planes. But he was like, he was like, it was perfect because I got an hour and 45 minute movie on from here to Atlanta. Then on Atlanta playing another hour and 20 minutes, I watched another movie and he was like, we were there. Yeah, it's the best way to do it. For me, I sleep on planes. So I've been I've been flying my whole life since I was like five by myself. I get on a plane and it's like immediate just drowsiness, just chem, a chemical produced by myself mentally. Have you ever got your knee banged bang by one of them carts? Oh, for sure. I mean, we're bigger dudes. So like the good thing about international flights is the planes are bigger. So like they're wider and there's a little bit more space leg wise. Um, but if you're just flying like domestically like it's for me it's super tight yeah yeah, it's super tight 
the international <laughs> flights aren't as bad. Fun yeah. times though. I recommend it. The Fives was a cool place, more family orientated. I want to do like a cool vacation for just adults only, like no kids running around and shit. They had an adult only pool. That was cool. I'll be super down for sure. It's one of those things we'd have to plan with the whole crew with hella time. You need a passport that takes months, you know, like it only costs like, I don't know how much, a pa- like 120 bucks. I think a passport costs, but it's the time that you have to wait for a passport, obviously. Yeah, because I don't, I don't have a child, don't have a passport, <clears throat> none of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, so you'd have to get that. And then obviously not everyone just has $2,000 laying around, so you have to get that up, you know, like. Mm-hmm. But it could be something we can plan. Like, if you guys are real serious about it, we can talk. I know Diego wants to do it, make it kind of like a group thing and say, hey, next year in December, so you got a whole year and a half, here's what we're planning, get passports ready, we'll find a better deal, and then this is where we plan on going. That way, everyone, whoever comes, comes. Whoever doesn't, then, oh, well, I'm still going. I'm going to be coming, all right. <laughs> well, hopefully, but, uh, April's coming, or you're going to be coming by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I was, um, I don't read too too much, but, like, um, I was reading some wrestling stuff, and Seth Rollins was like, he's like, I've just been thinking, like, um, since uh, I'm in the Roman era, He's like, am I, am I ever gonna be that guy? He's like, or, some, or I was gonna be his Macho Man to his Hulk Hogan, and I forgot he named some other wrestlers. I was like, I mean, I don't, I think, I don't know. Seth Rollins is more of a selling point to me than Roman Reigns, but I think so. Ain't no wrong. Been a lot of talk about that recently. I think Seth Rollins is the best wrestler in the world. Like anyone that wrestles Seth Rollins looks amazing like omas wrestled brock lesnar at mania or not too long ago in a match suck seth rollins wrestled him at backlash and everyone was super impressed with omas or whatever it's not a, it's not him like nothing changed in a month and a half is who yeah. he was wrestling like seth can carry anyone there's there are wrestlers that like kevin owens can carry anyone in a wrestling match like that's there's just specific people that are that good. Seth Rollins, though, is at another level. And now they, they introduced they a new belt. They're doing the AEW's fire. I watch, I've been watching him a little bit. Kenny Omega? Yeah. Yeah, he's one of him and Seth he's Rollins good. have good. a little feud, but they go back and forth claiming who the best in the world is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like them both, though. So, so they, made just... a, they made a new heavyweight title. Um, it's basically a consolation prize because they don't want Roman to lose the undisputed belt. So they had a. I was hoping so. I was like, please don't give it to Cody. Please don't give it to Cody. Please don't give it to Cody. Because it's going to just cheapen it. Like the whole story thing will be cheapen. And thankfully, they're holding a tournament. Thankfully, Cody lost in the first round. I was like, yes, I don't want Cody nowhere near that damn belt. Uh, but Seth is going to get it. Seth is in the finals. So Seth is going to be the world heavyweight champion. No, I wonder if Cody Rhodes feels like his whole shit's wasted, man. He had his whole story going on and shit. And it was like, so good. Like it was that was the perfect moment to pay it all off. Mm-hmm. It was gonna be hey, so leave, good. Hey, leave the Vince McMahon like, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> so like, good. Seth, dude, what, dude, Roman Reigns is boring. I like this storyline, but the fact that he's not around every day is annoying. Like he's not an everyday wrestler. He's a he's a special attraction. And to be a special attraction, you don't need a belt to do that. Just kind of oh. dumb. 
I feel like he's not like charismatic or nothing either. I don't know. He just don't sell it to me. But I mean, the guy's physique, you know, good looking dude. You know, he can wrestle and sh you know. So I, I get it. But like Mike skills wise and like entertaining them, like here, you know, or you know, when you see him pop up, you're like, oh man, you know, no. Yeah, let's gonna... see what he has to say. Yeah, let's see. What... But that's what Paul Heyman's there for. That's why they keep them together. Paul Heyman's the mouthpiece. Yeah, the world heavyweight title will be. That'll be Seth's belt for a while. They're doing so. They just did backlash in Puerto Rico, and <laughs> the crowd, bro, was insane. Yeah. Dog, it was like eighteen thousand people, and I promise you, there are moments in in the pay per view or the premium live event they call them now. They're not called pay per views, uh, where it sounded louder than the Rumble, sounded louder than WrestleMania that has three, four <laughs> times more people. So it's one of those. One of those crazy things, but it depends on the stadium and where you're at and how the sound is. You know, <clears throat> like WrestleMania, that thing is wide open. Yeah, so. there's no ceiling, there's nowhere no. to bounce. All the sound is just going everywhere. But um, <laughs> yeah, the Puerto Ricans brought it, man. And then the matches, the whole the whole PLE was amazing. Every match was good. Everyone was, the crowd was just so in tune. Bad Bunny is a genius, dog. This dude, first off. Yeah. Is the greatest celebrity wrestler of all time. It's not even close. Logan Paul is number two to me because he's hella athletic. But to me, there's a difference between an athlete trying pro wrestling and an entertainer trying pro wrestling. Logan Paul is an athlete. There's no denying that. He is a fighter. He fights. Yeah. Like, he's an athlete. It's different. But he belongs, too. Logan Paul belongs. But on the other category, where it's just a movie star or a singer or just a regular artist, yeah. Undisputed Bad Bunny is the best celebrity wrestler of all time. And no, if you haven't that. watched that movie or that match, you have to you have to watch it. It's insane. Like yeah. twenty five minutes is a hardcore match. It looked like a regular match. Like he didn't need to get carried. It was just phenomenal. I'm gonna check it out. Bad Bunny. And then the genius of it. So if you're an artist or somebody like repurposing old music is important, especially in streaming, right? So the man yeah. comes out to Chambea that came out maybe five or six years ago. So now not only are you wrestling at the height of your artistic career, the man headlined Coachella two nights in a row a month ago, okay. and then you come and you're in a co-main event at a wrestling pay-per-view but not only are you doing that and did it well now you repurpose a song that hasn't been on the charts Probably in trending. years and he comes out and you're in puerto rico so everybody knows the song the song hits now eighteen thousand people are singing your song if you listen to by comparison when chris jericho comes out in AEW, everyone <laughs> sings that song Seth Rollins comes out. Everyone's like, whoa, it was, it was more than that. Like, and that's insane because it was like a little free concert. Everybody's like, okay, I'm going to see Bad Bunny out here perform. And the song hits. Yeah. And now all of a sudden downloads are up. Now you can charge more for licensing of that song. Anybody hits you up wanting to use that song. And all of a sudden that money's higher. The dude's mm -hmm. a genius, bro. Or whoever's helping them. It might not be him. But whoever his people are, his people know what the hell is going on. 
if you didn't watch Backlash, watch Backlash. All the matches were amazing. I'll check it out. Saw Brock Lesnar got busted open or some shit. That was the main event. So Cody versus Brock was the main event. And Cody lost. Nope, Cody won. Oh, Cody beat the big guy. He beat him. <laughs> he beat him. Then the next, the next uh, pay per views, uh, Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia at the end of the month. That's where they're going to crown the new WWE champion. Um, I don't know if Roman's fighting anybody, but what's interesting about that is. Um, Sammy used to be a Muslim and he's not anymore. And in their culture, that's he's an atheist now. In their culture, that is punishable by death. So he can't go there. <laughs> so it's a night of champions, and the undisputed tag team champions can't go to Saudi Arabia to make this happen. So mm-hmm. I, I fully expect Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to lose those belts on a SmackDown or Raw near you before the 27th of May. <laughs> Because somebody that the titles have to show up. There's no way they don't show up out there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sometimes <clears throat> wrestling's back, baby, and it's good. It's good. I'm trying, trying to get it. I'm trying to get in there. I'm trying to. <clears throat> so um guys, you know, we've been talking the past couple weeks, whatever, about finding something to watch, you know, that we both like, whatever and stuff like that. Silo is a hit, people, on Apple TV plus. It's good. It's um it's a uh, what would you call it? Like what is that what is it called? Um in the future, and but it's not good. What is it? Uh, dystopian. Yeah, something like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> kind of like that. So I'm 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 in. The two episodes were really good. Got some act had some actors I really like. And uh there's a lot of mystery there, you know, a lot of stuff going on. You know, they put out first two episodes, the new one will be out Friday. So I'm geek, man. <clears throat> yeah, so Ray Ray told me about Silo that he had watched it, and I was like, I'll get to it whenever I get back. Then my cousin texted me, Wancho, shout out, Texas. He was like, are you watching Silo? I was like, nah, but Ray hit me up. I was like, so I'll probably watch it. I was like, is it good? He was like, bro, he was like, it's pretty dope. So now it's two people telling me to watch it. So I was like, ah, let me watch it. So I, yesterday I came home because I was tired. I'm still, I still am tired. We'll get to that in a second. And then... I told Ray, like like you said, we've been trying to figure out what new show we can talk about weekly. And this is a weekly show uh, on Apple TV. It is on Apple. Apple has some dope-ass TV shows, but this one... Dude, they're under, Apple TV is underrated. No one super underrated. It. Super Tell underrated. Um, but two episodes out. So, I mean, when you find a show that both the audience and critics like, like, typically, you can't really go wrong on it, but the I'm Rotten Tomatoes. I pulled it up. Audience score is ninety percent. Uh, critic score is eighty six percent. So like you know, both Funny. core demos are are active on it. Um, but they have a lot of popular, highly rated TV shows on Apple. On Apple, like the Big Door Prize, Ted Lasso. I love Ted Lasso. Although season three is kind of I don't know iffy. Um. What else is on there? There's a lot of cool shit on there. The Foundation, season two of The Foundation's coming. I don't think you've even watched season one, but that's interesting. A lot of sci-fi stuff, a lot of cool sci-fi. But let's get into Silo. huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so let's get into Silo. So Silo is based on a book. So I watched the two episodes. I'm nuts, y'all. This is a little insight into my personality. So I watched these two episodes, and I'm like, 
my cousin's like they're based on books so i watched the two episodes and i'm like yeah i'm not trying to wait to see what this happens so i go on amazon so it's a series of three books the first one is called wool which is what this season is about maybe multiple seasons i'm not sure uh the second one what is it called shift let me bring them up i have my my amazon <clears throat> um and then the last one is called dust so apparently these were like super underrated sci-fi books when they came out the first one came out hella long time ago uh the author is hugh howie and it looks like they came out in 1984 <laughs> the first wow. one um so old book but one of those sci-fi things that kind of gets lost right like we we don't we were too young we never heard about it like we didn't read it when it came out so that's another cool thing about when you start basing series or movies on books they start if you dig far enough you find gems that people don't remember or never read um so the first one's called wool this is what we're watching now so I guess a summary, right, of what is going on. So episode one called Freedom Day. And this is, I guess I want to get your thoughts on this because it kind of, I'm not the biggest fan of time hopping. And what I mean by that, it, that it's what Yellow Jackets does. Yellow Jacket does that yeah, yeah. the whole time. So like they'll show you something in the future. They'll go back to the past, back to the future, back to, to the explain past. explain it, yeah. And some shows are do it well. Like I think Yellow Jacket does it well because there's a big enough time gap that you know where you're at, right? In time, there's yeah. the, there's the teenagers and then there's the adults. I think the It series kind of does a better job of that too. It gets a little more confusing when the time is days or weeks because they look the same. There's no yeah. real differentiating factor on it. So like, yeah, it's not necessarily a show that you can half-ass pay attention to. No, like you have to, you have to watch it. Like you have to be in it to like pick up clues and see what's going on and listen. Mm -hmm. Um, so my wife ain't gonna be a big fan because she's always half-ass on her phone doing stuff, and she'll start asking me questions. I'll be like, "Watch the show. Oh, you're sitting right next to me. Watch the show." <laughs> um, yeah, like when you said to me, you're like. Man, they, you know, I mean, they take all this time to just show good. Yeah, the like, whole episode. I was like, you'll understand. Like, that's how I finish. <laughs> I think this would, I mean, I hope they don't keep doing that, but like every plot that was set up had to revert and go back and be explained or go forward and be explained. You know what I'm saying? They kept, you know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, I, I, I liked it a lot. I, um, It's different. Um, There's no show like it. It's original. I didn't know it was a book. I was like, man, while I was watching, I was like, oh, cool, man. An original idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm I'm very I'm very intrigued about the whole thing. Like I, I can't wait to. Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> my purpose behind reading the book, aside from impatience, is what if it gets canceled? Like I I'm invested yeah. in what happens, right? So like if we don't get to the end of book one, like I'll be like, what? Uh, what show? <laughs> I me and my brother were just talking about this. Um, do you remember a show called like Zoo? I think it was like Zoo or something. Like the animals turned on the humans. Um, something happened where like the animals were no longer trusting the humans. They wanted to kill all the humans or something. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, communicate. It was like a low budget sci-fi thing. And I was invested in the first season. I was like, ah, oh, the concept's cool. Like I didn't really care that the graphics were lame. I just was invested in the story. 
And then boom, gets canceled. Now I'm like, well, shit, I want to know what we're doing. So <laughs> it was a book. So I bought the book and read it. So things like that. <clears throat> but yeah, episode one's like a curveball because like the main character is Rebecca Ferguson, um, who is on the cover. Like if you look up Silo, she her face is the main face that shows. Like you can see she is the main character. Um and like Ray said, like I watched the entire first episode and she shows up with like two minutes <laughs> left in the episode. I was like, they watched I watched the whole episode before even sniffing the main character of this show. Yeah. Uh, but they did a good job. Like it's all a part well, of, of the building, right? That oh, building yeah. and then the motivation. And the build up is really good too, man. Like and uh, so um there's nothing you can really spoil because there's nothing really been explained 100 percent yet right. guys but so what is going on in the show is these people live in a silo they don't know who built it they don't why know um they don't know why it was built they don't know anything about it like their whole life has been this for 140 that. years or some shit <clears throat> and when you think of silo you think you know just a two no this thing is massive like floors bridges hundreds of stories straight down yeah it's 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 huge but it's crazy there's like no elevators so like you have to like if you're on floor 120 and you have to get to floor 17 you gotta walk the Mm -hmm. spiral and it's not just a spiral like he said it branches out so like there's moments where a character has to go from their job to another floor and it's a whole not that you watch it but it's a whole day journey <laughs> like it took me nine hours to get here bro yeah. like what's your issue that's crazy and then um my girl was asking me this question she was because um they're talking about like, they don't want old artifacts and or you know anything or people to talk about anything old they get rid of books all that kind of stuff she said why did you i'm like i'm like because i'm like because obviously you you <clears throat> your whole life is spent in that silo they don't want people to know about the outside or, you know what I'm saying? Because when people get curious, then people start moving around. You know what I'm saying? I told, I was trying to tell my girl, I was like, I was like, they don't want none of that. They don't want them to be curious. They don't want them to learn. They don't want them, you know? <clears throat> so, um, and, and so it's really, it's really exciting. And then, so um, what's her name? I can't, her name is, she has the blackest name ever. Uh, what? <laughs> um, Which one? Sh- Rashida. <laughs> yeah what is uh what's the cast Let's... is your name rashida i don't know if it was the the sheriff's wife or mm-hmm. yeah the sheriff's wife um her name's rashida. Uh... she was in parking rex um, yeah she's but... i like her she's a cutie in general oh, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah for sure she reminds me of like a cheaper version of Jessica alba you know oh yeah i can see that i can see that <laughs> But yeah, so so she goes digging through some files and stuff like that, and and they live by this rule. Like if you say, "I want to go outside," they get rid of you, and then you go outside. But the thing is, anyone that said went outside has died. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I want to. That's what I'm so intrigued by because she found out some stuff, and then you know she, and after she found out what she found out, she was like, "I want to go outside." Her husband's like, are you crazy? You know what I'm saying? She's married. She loves the dude. They were trying to have a kid. And whatever she found out was enough for her to be like, leave everything. Yeah. I got to figure out what's going on out here. And, you know, so everyone just, and then the, like, the main thing I like about it is her husband thinks she's crazy or everybody else thinks she's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know Brian. I've known him forever. 
if he told me he found us some shit and he has to go see shit, I'm, I, I would believe him. And I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> They're just treating her like she's crazy, she's full of shit. And I, and I don't care what else is going on. Like, if you're if you're one of my dogs or my people or something, I believe in you. You know what I'm saying? So this is his wife, the tramp kids, love her, and she's like, yo, I found some stuff out. I don't really can't explain it or whatever, but it ain't what they say it is out there and stuff. And the guy don't want to believe her. He's treating her like she's crazy. He's talking to other people, kind of like she's crazy. But I guess his whole life is built around that. Yeah, it's shit. that indoctrination. Like, yeah, 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 you keep it in there. It's what they're yeah, born they're into. Talking about, the, you know, you know, freak everybody else out, too. And they were like, you know, and the, and the lady was like, well, she don't got to go. He's like, no, she got to go. Like, yeah, she, gotta... she can't get no pass. He's like, I'm she the sheriff. Go. If you say it, you're out of here. <laughs> Follow the rules. So it, you know, it, to build more around it, if you're not watching it, hopefully we get you guys intrigued enough to go check it out. If, if you have Apple TV, if not, you should get it. There's a lot of great shows on there. Um, Apple, if you're listening, shoot us a sponsor. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, they're in a silo, right? But there's a community like Ray's talking about. So there's a mayor of the silo. Um, there's been mayors over the course of 140 years. Uh, there's a lot of secrecy. So the artifacts are anything that happened prior to an event 140 years ago. We don't know what that event was. We don't know what caused the event. We don't know why people are in the silo. We don't know why people are not allowed to leave the silo. All we know is that they have built a community in a silo that's over 100 and something floors deep. Um, there's a mayor, there's a police. And then what do they call the, what's the other people? So there's the cops and then there's like a more nefarious authoritarian oh, the order, group. Right, the order. I don't know if it's called the order. What do they call the regime? Some, some, what's the one word? Something like that. But that's a, that's another thing that intrigued me. You see him for a second in the common, common's one of them. And I yeah, like Commons. Him. His name is Sam. He's one of them. I seen him. I was like, oh man, what are these people? You know what I'm saying? What are they called? And see, this is like old school shows, guys. They just put two episodes out. Yeah, wait every Friday. So you're just sitting there like, man, what? I think it's this, or I think this. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> like I was telling my girl. So, um, so when they go outside, there's a camera, guys. And everyone that's left, they said, always wipe the screen off or something. <clears throat> but I I think something's fishy about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know exactly what or how they're doing it. Because everyone that's ever went out there, people watch too. Like when people someone goes out there, they do like a raffle and stuff like that to keep the people going and stuff. And certain people get to watch it. And then there's that subterranean people. They're there, they, they live like in the bottom of the bottom. You know what I'm saying? They, they watch it too, but they don't really mix with the other people i guess i don't know it's kind of segregated but um so rashida goes out there and she tells her she well before she does she tells her husband like hey if it was like they say i'm not gonna wipe the camera off man i'm gonna just go and die but she's like if it ain't what they say it's trees and grass and it's beautiful out here she'll so wipe you don't know. it yeah <clears throat> so she went out there and she wiped it and you know what i'm saying in his face he's like oh shit you know he's thinking think you know <clears throat> but then you see her going down you know what i'm saying like i think i don't know if it's, i think it might be all bullshit <laughs> but i don't know how they're doing it you know so, what I'm saying? so yeah so like the, the, the one the thing we know is that you can't live out there that's yeah. all they say so the one they have a series of rules we don't know all of the rules yet we may not ever know all of the rules but everything boils down to if you ask to be let out of the silo you will be let out of the silo, period. Like the moment you utter the words, okay, 
we will let you out. You can't come back. It's irrevocable. And then you have a choice, right? They have a saying. I'm I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember it all. The cho- the saying is like, you have been given supplies to clean the camera so that the rest of us can see what it looks like out there. We can only ask that you do it. Once you leave the silo, there are no laws and no one can make you do it. So you do it if you want to. And that's important because when Allison, that's the, the name of the wife, talks to the sheriff, she's like, why do you think no matter every time people leave the silo, they say, I'm not cleaning shit. I'm not cleaning shit. But once they do, they do clean it. Right. Like, why? Why is that? And she's like, it's because they want us to see what they see. And and that's the basis of it. Right. Because when she goes outside and she does everything she does and we're leaving out a big part that we'll touch in a second. Um, that's why she tells her husband what Ray just said, like, hey, I'm going to if it's legit, I'm going to clean it. If it's not, then we'll be SOL. So another part of this whole complex situation is that the whole civilization is monitored, not just by the mayor and the cops, but by the system called a ju- the judicials. That's what the common oh, yeah, is the judicial. So these people control every aspect of what happens in a silo, including reproduction, which is important for Allison's purposes. So one, you have to get sanctioned as a couple. So like you can't even date anyone if you just want to date someone. You have to you have to tell the government. The government either approves or denies you dating them <clears throat> or marrying them. And the government also determines through an application process who is able to have babies, who can reproduce. And that's an important part of this because this is what spirals Allison out of control into wanting to leave the silo. Is she's a critical thinker, and this is the same problem people have with religion like critical thinkers typically have an issue following organized religion it doesn't mean that they can't there are many scientists that are religious but for the most part like if you're a critical thinker it's really hard to accept that there was once nothing and then there was everything like there's no explanation or you know there's no explanation Mm -hmm. around that me and my dad used to have this conversation all the time he was a deacon and he used to get so frustrated but it's just how some people think you know, it's how I think. And ultimately, <laughs> there's a big majority of people. So we're not going to tell you every line of the story. But t- ultimately, in the show, she finds out that they don't want her having babies because of the type of person she is. So once she goes down the, the spiral of finding all this information, she decides, I'm gonna go outside to find out for myself. The show is, it's complex, bro. Like, there's political aspects of it. Like now, the sh- this is just episode one. <laughs> In episode two, the sheriff, you know, meets our main character, which is Julie. Finds out a bunch of extra shit, ends up wanting to be with his wife, and he wants to go outside. So he goes outside. But the ramifications of selecting a new sheriff, the judicial wanting to put their person on there, the mayor has the log of all the previous mayors and everything that might have happened. Anyone that might have gone outside. I'm, I'm in, dude. Like, the show has so many layers. And it's the silo is so big that we can see what's happening at different societal levels. It's going to be successful. I think it's going to be so good. I have, a, I have a fear, which we'll talk about 
little later with the writer strike. But as of right now, I'm in, dude. They got me hooked on it. It is <laughs> the funny, amazing. The funny thing about it is that show has a, a lot of pokes at reality or our reality as well. Because like Brian was saying, they're like, oh, once you say you want to go out, we put you out because you have a choice. Not not really. <laughs> they, whoever says they want to go outside, they want them the fuck out of there because right. they, they don't want them. <clears throat> yeah, you're rough. not. Right. You're not. You know you're not so binding. think you have a choice. If you when people don't have a choice, they rebel. So if they said that you can't leave here, people will be trying to leave all the time. But they're saying you have a choice to leave there. But if you do, you die. So you have a choice to go, but you're not going to go because you don't want to die. You know what I'm saying? And that's just like any anywhere in the world. Government, rule. We don't we don't really have a lot of choices. We're we're lemmings. We we make money for the bigger people and we keep the world going. You know what I'm saying? If everybody stopped working, whatever jobs they're working, <laughs> and became like personal business people or just stop buying shit, we could live <clears throat> off the world and just yeah. stuff we saying. We so I, there's a lot of pokes at that and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I really like that, but I was they're like choices so they know they got no choice someone's controlling everything in there but that's how you do it though that's how you control people though and we don't know they can think they have a choice and it's a ladder survive or die ain't no one choosing to die everyone's <laughs> scared to die you know what i'm well, saying if your convictions are if your convictions are high enough you will like well, right yeah, like and that's, that's the point if you're if your curiosity <laughs> so the whole point what you're saying is real like i rather boot you out of here than you infect the minds of everyone else asking inquisitive questions like mm -hmm. trying to ask what happened why it happened where it happened um because they don't want us to know any of that and as an audience you don't know any of it either like and when we're talking about relics we're talking about stuff that we deal with now like hard drives candy you know like it's not it's in the future obviously but it's not like crazy stuff it's things that we use say an iphone if somebody found an iphone somewhere that would be a relic like this microphone probably be a relic like they use real antiquated computers like super old computers with like the star wars computers from the first couple of like you know movies yeah. where they're super <laughs> old so good you know what i think is happening though before i even start reading the book it gets delivered tomorrow so i think and we haven't even talked about episode two really but what i think so it is fucked up outside i think that i think the camera is showing them what's out there. What I think is happening, the visor is showing them something different. And why do you think it's doing that? So that they will clean the camera. So like the people that go outside, their visor is showing them something that's not real. So then they clean the camera so that that's the sustainability, right? You need to show everyone else it's still fucked out outside. Otherwise, everyone's going to want to go outside. So in order for the people controlling everything that's happening, I can't make you clean the camera. Once you go outside, you're you're beyond our law. But I can trick you into doing it. I think that's what's happening. Because one thing that's never happened when the sheriff goes outside, he took his helmet off. And they were yeah. like, oh, that's never happened. So like, not only is he the first person to do that, but why take his helmet off if he didn't think it was safe? Right. This is, okay, so you you tell me what you think is going on. This is what I think is going on. When you put that suit on, they're pumping like a finite amount of 
something that kills you. I can see so, that. So, I bought that so, initially. So, helmet. so he he he's like, I can't fucking breathe. Or he someone's freaking out, so he took it off. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So that that those that, that was my thought that like they pump some like poison or something like that, just give you long enough time to make it a couple feet, get out of there and feel normal about it. But I think <clears throat> so those are my thoughts right now that I think they're can they're trying to kill you. So, so you can't go out there. So that those are my thoughts right now. So I can see I can see that. I thought I'll be honest, I thought that initially too. Like when, because she made it a couple of steps, but, and then she got up and she walked again. And I was like, well, maybe it's the suit, right? Like I thought the same thing you thought, but when the sheriff went out there, I don't know, like that other thing came, <laughs> came to my yeah. head. Like what if I it's think, not I think it's real? Doctor. I think the video is doctored. That's why they have them come up to the camera and wipe it off. So they get enough footage or whatever. And they could, they could, you know, remake because when you're looking at that window, whatever they have, Ain't shit moving. It's just like a. It looks like a still. Yeah, it's a still. It's a still. You know. <clears throat> so I don't know. Like what you hope so in, guys. So you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of speculation there, but I want to know. That's why I'm gonna keep watching. No, I'm in. I'm in. On Friday, I will for sure be watching episode three. Um, yeah, I gotta see where that chick's going right now too, because like, did they find a way like outside or to a different spot or something? Like she's well, like, when they're looking through the hard drive, he found that tunnel. Remember, there was a tunnel yeah. in the in the schematics. Yeah. And it led somewhere. And that's what he was looking for. And he found it and it got him killed. So now when she finds it, what happens? And more importantly, because this is what the show is about. So when the sheriff died, he named her as his successor. That's how episode two ends. Is Ju I nominate Julie to be the next sheriff. That changes things because one she's a mechanic she's from the lower level and she's already she has his wife's mindset she's already an inquisitive thinker and she's gonna question shit so that's gonna politically that'll change the landscape of the silo so i'm excited about that and ultimately where she ends up there's three books we're in book one book two is from what i've seen on the synopsis it's not in the same time period so it is they take us back to what happened in book two. So like what, who created the silo, why it was created and why people are there. So I don't know if that gets adapted into any type of season. Um, and then book three goes back to the silo in the future. And it further explains Juliet's story and everyone we've met in the first book. So, okay. but I only got book two today. The other two get delivered tomorrow. Dog. Book two is 540 pages, dog. <laughs> It is a thick ass book. I was like, all right, we're gonna be reading this for a while. I know it's based on a book. I wonder if they're gonna just take their own little bits and pieces and build a show. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it doesn't have to be completely true to the source material. Like they can took they can take what's in big two and put it as a part of like flashbacks, you know, into the main yeah, yeah. it that doesn't have to be its own up. season. It yeah. could just be like, oh, we found a video or some files and here's what happened right and then we have some a couple flashback episodes of how we got to the silo like what happened to get to the silo because the episode ended she was in water right she was like swimming yep. well she was right above it she was gonna go <laughs> diving all right yeah man i can't wait for friday it's gonna be so good y'all check it out silo apple tv if you're into sci-fi dystopian type tv shows or movies this is for you this is it. So since we're talking about TV shows, 
nice transition here. Almost like I planned it. Um, <laughs> so the writers are on strike again. It's been a long time. 2007, 2008 was the last time there was a writer's strike in Hollywood. Um, but we're back. So that got me thinking because I remember. So if I told you, maybe you remember. I, I know a show I will call, but let's see what you say. So during that time period, every show fucking sucked. Like during the strike and right after. It took a little bit for shows to get good again. But what was the show, if you have any or if you remember during that time, that the writer's strike hurt or killed for you? I've always had mine. It's always been the same show every time I've ever thought about it. I didn't, yeah, I didn't really think about it, honestly. So Heroes. I loved Heroes. Oh. And the writer's strike happened, bro, and Heroes was trash. It never recovered. Like, Heroes was destroyed <clears throat> by the writer's yeah, strike. I remember that because it was so fire. And then it was bad. so good, dude. <laughs> Heroes saved the cheerleader, saved the world. It was so good. The show was... I can watch season one and a half and still feel like it's an amazing show. And you can just feel the immediate impact of, of the strike, bro. It was completely different. It's this shit. I mean, I, I get it. It's pissing me off. It's not everything I'm waiting for. It's going to be delayed even more. Yeah. They already pushed back some shows and, and movies. Movies too. Blade. Yeah. How they going to push Blade back? Oh, they shut down production on Blade completely. Dude, for man, that movie ain't ever gonna see the light of day. I I think that too, because Marshal Ali is gonna keep getting older and older. <laughs> yeah, fuck, because I thought they were done with the script. Guess he didn't like it, so they're rewriting it. Then they're coming out with like all these cast people they're casting, and the writer strike happens, so it stops. So it ain't even written yet. Still, what the what? What are y'all doing with that, man? Because it's, it's yeah. black. Because that's because it's a black superhero. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! If it was Captain America, that script would have been written in 90 minutes, James Gunn. You know why it's not true? Because, so there was rumors that, so Andor is a Star Wars series. I mean, there mm -hmm. ain't many minorities in this to be in sight. But um, there I'm was so rumors, there was rumors that Andor was going to, they were going to continue writing it. And today they came out and the main dude was like, nah, I'm standing with the writers. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not, we're not working on nothing. What do they want? It's just more money like any other strike. You want to get a bigger share of the pie. Dude, but shows that were impacted, I had to Google it because Heroes was my main one, and it's like yeah, number two on this list. So Breaking Bad was affected in the first season, but it only cost them two episodes, which wasn't a okay. lot. Lost had just aired eight episodes from its fourth season when the strike began, and then they had to go on a break. Uh, Prison Break was in season three. And only aired 13 out of their 22 episodes they were scheduled to, to air. Uh, 30 Rock. And the final season was affected. Ugly Betty, ER, Chuck. The Big Bang Theory had just started. It was the first season. And they only got to air 17 out of the 22 episodes they were slotted for. Family Guy. Family Guy had nine completed episodes before the strike began, and they had planned 22. <laughs> yeah. So that hurt them. Gossip Girl, Grey's Anatomy, Heroes. So it only had 11 episodes out of 24 air, and none were filmed after the strike ended. The show returned nine months later. That liter 
It literally impacted the course of that entire TV show. Um, House, The Office, One Tree Hill, Battlestar Galactica, like some very popular shows during that time were were impacted by the strike. I don't even know what I was doing at that time, dude, because I wasn't watching no TV. <laughs> For real. Well, we were in high school, 2007, 2008. You were still in high school or had just got out. You might have been in Job Corps because yeah. I graduated. <laughs> yeah, you were out already because I graduated in 05. So you yeah. would have graduated in 06. So you were probably a Job Corps. Yeah, I was, you know, I was either playing video games or rapping. I, I watched a lot of movies, but I mean, I, I would, I don't know. I, I would never say I've ever been in the TV. <clears throat> this is the most I've ever been in TV now. So shows that have been impacted already thus far for this strike. Um, Let's see. So there's actual picket strike, uh, picket lines out there. So stirring up delays and disruptions. So you have people. Paramount plus is evils. Uh, you might be hurt by this one. Apple TV's uh, Severance. I know you like yeah, that show. Yeah, I shut that. I'm like, dang it. Um, Picketers paused the filming of the second season of Loot. That's another Apple TV show. Um, Drew Barrymore dropped out of MTV Movie and TV Awards. Uh, da, 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 da. Shows that stop production. Night Court. It's actually kind of funny. I watch it. Um, oh, yeah. Dude, I, I used to watch the original with my parents. Me and my yeah, girlfriend watch it. Yeah, one. they have a lot of the original cast on there. Um, Unstable. It's a show with uh, Rob Lowe and his son on Netflix. The first season is pretty cool. That one uh, got shut down. Some show on Stars. Season up, 3. Brian. Night Court has one of the greatest music intros ever. <laughs> it's my favorite. It sticks in my head. To this day, when I was a little kid, man, I swear. Some Disney Channel shows, Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live's on hold. Shows that close the writer's room altogether, Cobra Kai, not working at all. Um, Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, closed. Yellow Jackets, closed writing room. Abbott Elementary. The second season is done, though, right? Hopefully. (laughs) I mean, sometimes, like, sometimes they're filming, like, no, yeah, say it's a 12-episode uh, season, they might have filmed four of them or something. Um, Damn it. Uh, Game of Thrones on HBO. Stranger Things won't start filming its fifth and final season until the strike ends. What the hell? Studios are suspending deals, so HBO, Amazon, Warner Brothers, NBC, Disney are all starting to cancel some deals that they had lined up. Invincible is going to take even longer to come out now. <laughs> Marvel Studios shut down Blade. We talked about that. Was so that there's, 11, there's 11,000 unionized writers in Hollywood. 11,000. 98% of them voted to go on strike. <laughs> so, yeah. So the last strike happened between November 5th, 2007 and February 12th, 2008, and it lasted 100 days. The L.A. economy in those 100 days lost $2 billion. The longest strike in the past 
was 153 days in 1988. So it could be a long one, guys. It could be. I got all this shit from Quartz. I'm looking at Make Business Better Quartz. It's an article by Ananya Blatacheri posted yesterday. But yeah, that's wild. So we're going to experience. The good news is we're overloaded with so much content this time. In 2007, there wasn't much other shit. Like if you were watching TV, you were watching what was airing. The benefit now is how many shows haven't we watched because we're on overload with other stuff. So like Tons. this this might give you that six months where you can catch up on all the shit you've ever wanted to watch. <laughs> Go watch Halo. It's fire. Don't listen to what you <laughs> <clears throat> it could be a silver lining there's a lot of shows i want to watch but just there's just no time in the day there's no time in the day i was gonna say yeah that's what i was gonna say i forgot what it was i hate that <clears throat> Damn, what was that? lay off the weed man <laughs> you know something about um um I had it on the tip of my tongue, but now I don't know more. So we'll move on from it. Move but uh, we're talking about um. Oh yeah, speaking of writing, as soon as we go there, you know, keep making little transitions, keep whatever. <laughs> Brian sent me a thing today saying Google's AI is going to be able to write you emails now. Oh yeah, let me bring that up. So Google today had a um. My first thought was customer service. Like, write me a a mean letter about bad customer service. Like, I don't see... Because emails are personal most of the time, you know? So, So, we use chat GPT for work. Like, I... Dude, it's crazy. Like, I told you the last time we talked about it. Like, I can... It it accesses so much information. I've had it write emails for my job and just had to change little parts of it pop it into an automated email draft and run it to everybody i could send it to so it's real but google had their annual development developers conference io today in mountain view california and a lot of stuff came out of that the main topic right now is what ray's talking about so they're going to release a new version of their ai and you know when you type an email in google or microsoft it has suggestive writing. So like I start typing something like on your phone, right? You're typing something on your phone and it'll try to finish what you're going to say. So like emails work the same way, but now it's going to have a feature where you can just tell it like Ray said, like, Hey, write me an email about bloom and it'll just write it for you. Craziness. I think it's, you know, it's only going to get worse, man. Terminator. (laughs) Terminator. Neither. I don't so wanna... it's funny. So when stuff like this happens, like my TikTok starts buzzing with because I my TikTok has gaming news, comic book news, TV news, sexy chicks sometimes, and then it'll have like technology in general. So like Google's buzzing, AI is buzzing. So today I got a clip on my TikTok about. Um, it was a TED talk because I follow TED talks like I like TED talks, but there's this dude on there talking about AI. So he's like the future of AI or the future of tech isn't like your phone or like a random wearable. And he's on stage and his wife calls and he like puts his phone out or his hand out 
and there's like a projection on his hand and he like taps it to answer and he's talking to his wife live on, live on stage. And he's like, the future of AI is a wearable. So I'm starting to look at the video like, well, where the hell is it? Like, is it an implant on his head? You know, like, where's the wearable? So it was like this little bar on his shirt. It might be like a square, but it was like a little bar. It's barely visible. So it's an AI-enabled device. And then that's how he's able to talk to his wife through the device. I don't know how the audio works on it, but that's how it works. So anyways, he was like, check this out. So he's talking about it. And he was like, say you have a dietary restriction, right? Say you have diabetes and you can't eat sweets. The dude, the fam, he picked up a candy bar and he said, I don't know what the AI was called, but he said the name of the AI and he put it in front of him and he said, can I eat this? And the, and the AI was like, well, considering you're lactose intolerant and this has chocolate in it, I would avoid eating this because it'll make you feel bad. And he was like, but you're in total control. So like, you don't have to do, you don't have to do what it says. So then he says, hey, Ray, I'm going to eat it anyways. And the AI is like, all right, well, enjoy it. <laughs> so like, but the <laughs> fact that it, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you're on a diet or something, that's just a simple example, right? Like apply that to anything like, hey. Um, you're looking at something and you're like, what's the perfect angle for blah, blah, blah. It would be able to tell you because it's seeing what you're seeing. That's insane. Like the future you know, the of tech is insane. Hands in that. Then you can start getting commercials with all allergy free stuff. Like, hey, well, okay, this person is allergic to this. You don't oh, like 100%. This. The government's going to have their hands all in that shit, man. I don't like it. I mean, 100%. Like the, we already have advertisement tailored to us because our phone's always listening. And if you doubt that, Boy, say anything, dude. So I'm at the resort with this dude, my friend Erica's husband. They're all away. We're in the adults pool. And we are talking about Formula F1 racing, which I don't know anything about, but it's a big sport right now. It's getting huge in the in the US. It's more international sport, but the US is starting to adopt it. Um, and the popularity is streaming from like this Netflix show. There's like a documentary, like if they talk to drivers, but anyways, it's getting big. There's video games. So we're talking about it because one night I was up at like midnight and there was a race and I was like, it's kind of cool. They're going 180 miles an hour. Like the way that they, it's not boring because it's not an oval like NASCAR, like there's curves and shit. Mm -hmm. And the race and only died. lasts an hour and a half, no matter what. Once an hour and a half reaches it, the race is over. Whoever's in first place at that moment is in first place and that's it. There's no, that's, there's that's no, cool. that's super cool. So it's a way to keep us engaged, right? Instead of a three-hour race, you got an hour and a half. Anyways, so we're talking about it. He's super into it. He's talking about drivers. The only driver I know is this dude named Hamilton, whatever. We're just having a conversation. My phone's in my backpack under the table. The, like, had a conversation. We go in the pool. We keep talking about it. We talk about a bunch of other shit. Later on in the day, I'm on my phone. And lo and behold, I don't own the first Formula One game. I've never played it in my life. Never even knew there was a game. I'm scrolling through my feeds. What do I see? The trailer for F1 Racing that comes out in July. Like, dude, it's the same on Facebook. Facebook's always listening. That's why when you say, oh, I'm going to get this game or I want to buy this, you hop on Facebook, every ad from then on is for that. Amazon as well. Like, oh, hey, we think you might be interested in this. Well, yeah, how about that, Amazon? You know why you think that? Because you fucking heard me talking about it. <laughs> You're listening. They got their own AI that listens to people, you know, 
paints keywords, you know what I'm saying? And whatnot, stuff like that. Well, we talked about, about that a lot. Like the microphone on the Alexas are insane, bro. It like hears me through floors and rooms and distance in my house. It's crazy. Yeah, the only thing it don't hear is me wanted to shut off though. <laughs> Swear they like, hey, don't don't make them say it a bunch. You know, <laughs> stupidest thing ever. But you say anything else, it's got your ass. But uh, uh what are we gonna so say? that was just one thing Google announced today. They announced. We'll go through this real quickly because we're not we're more Apple people than Google people, but or Android people. But they have the Google Pixel Fold for eighteen hundred dollars. The first fold, the first Google folding phone. It looks pretty big. They announced that. What the else? Samsung the, one was like twelve or fourteen. The Google Pixel Fold, seventeen ninety nine. It's going to cost the Google That's Pixel nice. tablet. Pre-orders begin today or next Wednesday. Next Wednesday for $499. What's cool about it is going to ship with a charging dock. That's different. $1,600 on a phone. What else? You can have, have, a, a, you can have, you can have a shitty car. You can get, get around the world. <laughs> You're going to buy this phone that folds and has a stupid crease in it and shit. Dude, get those out of my face. I remember my cousin had one like two Christmases ago, like the first Samsung, the big fold one. Yeah, yep. He was like, yeah, yo, yeah. You know, I'm not hating that. So I'm like, fat ass crease in there, dog. <laughs> I was like, if they ever get that crease out of there, I might think about it. But at the end of the day, I'm, I don't want to unfold my phone and sit there like, you know, that's why I like my phone because I could watch it like this. You know, so I'm not right. unfolding my shit, <laughs> holding it. Just not cool to me. <clears throat> but I mean, I, I guess I get it. Phones used to fold. Um, whatever. It's down to me. I would never pay that much for that anyway. And then another, the Pixel 7a starting at $499. It's a phone. Just a I regular want their, phone. I want their phone, though. The camera on there looks so far. So the and phone's going to be available for purchase like, today for $499. So what's going on with the systems? How, how long has the Series X been out? Not, not been five years, right? No. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Series. Because I was, yeah, you got it. Because because I know everybody every five years the it starts get going, you know, and um Nintendo just put out something that their new system, uh, and it'll come out to like twenty twenty four or something like that. Yeah, I don't know next year. Talk about it, but um, I, yeah. So they're they're because I think the Twitch was the Switch was out before this X and the PS five, right? Yeah, the Switch has been out for six years almost, which is insane. Um, yeah, so so the three. Series X came out November 10th, 2020, bro. Oh, so three years. It's been three years. We're going to start. We're going to start hearing the rumors and stuff shaking soon. But like I was telling Brian, I don't think uh, I was asking him if he thinks Xbox is going to make another um, system. He says no, but I mean, I'm on the fence. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I feel like they've been gearing themselves as a company to do that anyway. I but, don't. I think the opposite. I think they've been gearing themselves as a company to not do it. To keep making another one? To not make another uh, console. No that's, what, yeah, that's, no, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. I think they're gearing themselves up not to worry about a system anymore. They don't want to be in the fight no more. They don't care. They're building something. They're, they're trying to build stuff for gaming that people can play whatever they're on. And that's all they care about. So here's a... I'll share something. So I'm reading this book at work. It's called The Infinite Game. It's for like leadership. So Giannis talked about this. He didn't say that specifically, but this is what he was talking about when he said 
the season is not a failure. There is no winning. There is no losing. Like the game continues. You're going to always have an opportunity to improve. So that's, it's a basic mindset. Somebody he knows, or he read the book is basically where it came from. So I'm going to give you a specific example with Microsoft that was in this book. And I read it today. So it's pretty fresh in my mind. So this dude named Simon Simic is my boss's like favorite motivational guy. Like, Anytime he wants us to like read or do anything, it's always a Simon Sinek example. <laughs> like it's his main dude for like his motivation. So he's a speaker. So he spoke at Apple and he spoke at Microsoft back in the day when the Zoom and the iPad first came out. The iPod. I love, Zoom. I love the Zoom. So a lot of people did. It was the be- it was the better device. So check it oh, out. Yeah. Right. Sure. So he spoke at Zoom and Microsoft gave him a Zoom. And he's like, dude, the Zoom was amazing. Like, it was just cool. He's like, but I had, I also had an iPad and I had iTunes. So most of my music was already on iTunes. So I gave the Zoom away because I wasn't going to use it. I was already an iPod dude. He was like, but then I spoke at Apple. So this speaks to, and I think Microsoft learned from this because it's insane. So he does his whole speech and then he's sharing a cab ride back to the hotel with one of the apple executives right and he's he's one of these people that likes to get you thinking so he pokes you to like see what Mm -hmm. you say and whatever so he was like so i couldn't pass up the opportunity and he was like you know ray he was like i spoke at microsoft not too long ago and they gave me a zoom and i have to tell you it's a better product than the ipod the ipad is and a dude turned to him and said i have no doubt and that was the end of the conversation. There was no expounding on it, no nothing. Apple knew already that it was better. But you know what Apple knew that no one else knew? That the iPhone was about to come out two years later and it would have made everything irrelevant anyways. <laughs> I think Microsoft was so focused at the time, in, and that's what the book's talking about, in beating the competition and Apple came in and took over the U.S. market in almost every aspect of every way because Microsoft was focused on beating Apple and Apple was focused on the future, not competing with anyone, but, but changing how business worked in the telephone and music industry. So fast forward a bunch of money, like Apple ends up with 70% of the share, you know, blah, 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 a whole bunch of business stuff. But if you think about it, I think, when we related things that you and I care about video game wise, I think Mm -hmm. Microsoft learned a valuable lesson there because when the Xbox first was announced, they were already on the DRM. Remember they were like, Oh, it's going to be digital. Like we're not going to, you're not going to be able to borrow games. And the crowd was like, Hold on, pump the brakes. Like that's not what we want. But yet here we are eight years later, already doing it. Right. No one's going to the store to buy a physical copy. So they were already thinking that. Fast forward to this gen and the Game Pass comes out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we don't even make money from the console. But if I can sell you Ultimate Game Pass for 160 bucks a year, I'm going to lock you in. And you could charge, honestly, Red, they could charge me 200 bucks for that a year and I'll pay it. Like, I'm, I wouldn't even blink at paying it. The value of it is insane. Yeah. So I think that's what they're doing. Like, and yeah. that's why they say, like, in all these court documents, they're like, oh, we lost the last gen because they did. Sony outsold them. 
but they don't care anymore. Like the purpose of it is the same story, just reversed. Now, instead of mm -hmm. Apple, it's like, you know what? Sony does have a better video game console, right? Like they have a better yeah. strategy, but I don't give a shit because that's nope. not what I'm doing anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like we are looking at this as a service, not as yeah. a machine. Yeah. Oh, they, they changed the world of gaming. Dude, PlayStation Plus has nothing or there's nothing that has anything on Game Pass. You can play it on your phone, play it on your computer. You can play it on Xbox. Uh, can you have, is Game Pass on PlayStation? Probably not. They no, they but that. if they shut down the console, it will be. Like, if they're not oh. a direct competitor to Sony, the Game Pass will be on the PlayStation. This is not a if, it is a win. And there's yep. always been rumors of it getting on a Switch. Because it's cloud gaming. Yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't even run on... Like, when I do it on my phone, it doesn't even run on my phone. I'm just streaming it off of some server in a mountain somewhere. Mm -hmm. Hey, and them servers are bad because you could you could stream like a Battlefield. Battlefield, when it, yeah. Game Battlefield. Center, you could pretty much stream play it, and I thought I was going to have problems with it smooth all of them smooth like they're they're ahead of the curve like i said i don't think they care about a system no more they just want to get game pass into many hands as possible and you can see that by where it's available like you can get the game pass on your tv like certain tvs let you do it like the samsung game hub has access to the game pass and i can play my xbox games on my tv without a console like it's about getting into as many hands as possible and then you raise the price. Once everyone's used to it, you could charge whatever you want. It could be 20 bucks a month and people would be like, well, it is what it is. This is what we're doing. The flip side of that. Down. If they shut a console down, I think it'll be like 30, 40 bucks a month. Watch. Maybe. They have to. So what you're, So that's where I was going. On a business side of things, and my buddy Zach and I have talked about that. Um, so he's in business operations, so he thinks differently, right? It's all about Where's the money coming from? How efficient can we be? What are we losing? What are we making? Blah, blah, blah. And his main thing is, sure, the Game Pass is cool, but is it sustainable, like, price-wise? Because they don't charge a lot for it. It's 15 bucks a month. And they're paying out billions of dollars for these licenses. Like, I don't know. I don't have exact numbers, but they pay EA for the EA games to be on there, right? Like, EA yeah. Access is now on Game Pass. You have all of your original IPs and all the studios they've been gobbling up and buying up to make original games. And the execution part is missing because it's been over a year and a half and we haven't had an Xbox exclusive game. And then Redfall comes out and it's absolute trash. <laughs> so like there's components of it that they can really mess up. But I think once it's in enough people's hands and they raise the price, it will become financially sustainable it will be one of their main sources of revenue looks like in two years i finally own a playstation <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see i mean we still have it's we're only two years into this cycle this should last six years so like we'll get i don't know if microsoft needs to because the series x is so popular but we'll get a, a playstation pro like there'll be a ps5 pro in a year and a half or so that will equal the series x spec wise but competition is heavy playstation plus premium is nowhere near as good as xbox is but it's forced them to add stuff like now ubisoft plus or play is on psn because you have to do something right like you can't let them have everything yeah well a single player game is you know just by far superior I never thought of, I never thought it would go this far. Like Xbox 
does not have a game. They don't. They don't have a game. It's insane, and I could rattle off five that PlayStation has. It's insane, bro. And it's a big year for PlayStation. Like Spider Man is a huge game. Spider Man Two comes out this soon. Like well, and got that award just came out and blew the roof off shit. You know, Spider Man's gonna come blow the roof off it. Horizon Zero Dawn Two is gonna yep. kill the. You know, that game so, came out, killed it. They're just stank. And if Naughty Dog puts out another anything, like money, PlayStation's just rich. <laughs> <laughs> and they got that VR coming out, rich. Yeah. So now t- talking about that. So before you can only get the PSVR two on Sony's website and they haven't been selling a bunch of it because it's kind of expensive and VR is still a niche thing, but now you're able to go pick it up at a store. So that should help. And they're saying a pricing, a price decrease is coming. So that will also help if you lower the price. on Has to. I I don't know, man. I think games for a service is where, is where it's at. That's just everything for a service is where we're at. That's just what, that's how we're conditioned now. Yeah, because I don't want to go to the store and buy any games. I don't want to do this or none of that. I want to click and go. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be at the... So, like, if it, like, let's think about it realistically, right? So, say you're a gamer. Like, more than average. Like, you you play video games. Oh. Five, like, not us. We're more than that. Like, we are, like, in it, right? But say oh, yeah. you're the, the average gamer. You play video games... Five to ten hours a week, conservatively, right? Let's say that's what you do. You turn it on on the weekends. You play Madden, for example, whatever. But you buy a game a month, or a game every other month, right? You spend seventy dollars on a video game every other month. Let's say that conservatively. That's what you, you buy six games a year. You you add all of that up, <laughs> like just. You know, humor me. So you're you're out here spending all of that money. And you want to do, we're not even going to do taxes. So you're spending $420 a year on games and you only bought six games this year. Again, not us, not people probably listening to this podcast, <laughs> but your typical father of three that only plays when your wife is still sleeping, the kids are in bed, you get an hour a day max. You buy six games a year. If I were to tell you, I can give you all of the games for 40 bucks a month. Yeah. You're spending 420 already without taxes. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to give you 40 bucks a month for $480 a year. You're going to be able to play any first-party IP the day it launches, any EA game, anything else Microsoft decides to add to the Game Pass on any device, which is important, any device for $480, they're going to do it, bro. Like, it's just, if you like video games, you'll do it. You might not do it every month. You might subscribe one month, unsubscribe, subscribe again, unsubscribe, but you'll do it. Well, I will. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know because I, I, you know, I usually play one game and then play it for a long time. Like the, the way games are set up now, like one game keeps going. Yeah, but so. it's tied, right? They're not just selling you. So, like, Ultimate Game Pass isn't just the Game Pass. It's Xbox no. Live. It's your ability to play online with other people, to talk to other people. So, like, yeah. even if you're not playing a bunch of games, 
and and you're a social gamer you want to play with your friend you want to play yeah. dead island with me yeah you have to pay 35 <laughs> bucks a month that's just how it's gonna be 40 yeah. bucks a month which i would I, I mean that's only that's the only way i play yeah people would do it if, if games were online i wouldn't be a video gamer they would do it i mean i would i like single player games but we play way more like I'm more a multiplayer game because there's rarely a game, even as good as it is, say Horizon Zero Dawn or or God of War. If I'm playing that and you were to text me and say, hey, come play Battlefield, I'm more than likely going to get off of the single player game and go play Battlefield. That's why yeah. a lot of games in my library die. Because <laughs> like I buy a single player game, I want to play it, I'm super hype about it. And then everyone I know is texting me about playing a shooter. Next thing you know, two weeks went by and I never go back to it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I never got that point. <clears throat> Dude, what is going on with Jonathan Majors, man? Nothing's came out about nothing. I want to know what's going on with him. Man. I don't, I don't know, know, bro. I want to move on. I think it's, I think they just, yeah, but like, where, where's, where's the case? Where's it? You know what I'm saying? Usually stuff like this is talked about more. It's like moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want, I don't know. Because I, 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 I like the guy so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love his acting and stuff. I just want to, I want to know what's going on. You well, know what I mean? the reality is, so I think we might have touched on this, but the reality is kind of like Microsoft did with Ezra. Just try to let it blow over. You push. So the next time we're going to see Kang is in Loki season two. We've already pushed Loki into 2024. So we ain't even going to see him in the MCU the rest of the year, no matter what. Like he's not in it. Maybe a cutscene, maybe, but you can, you, you can always delete the cutscene and not just, just not show it. Yeah. So the next major time we see him be a big influence on it is in 2024. It's May, bro. So like now, yeah, right. Just let it blow over. Like they're so invested. I think that's their only option. Like there is no other option. And if it doesn't blow over, then you got to try to figure out, you know, what do we do? The writer strike helps them. The writer strike helps them because now tack on another 125 150 days to whatever because it's not going to end overnight so like conservatively let's say 100 another 100 days three months so now everything's pushed back another three months because these people are striking and news happens things happen and all of a sudden you forget like dude Mm -hmm. the shit that ezra did is nuts is nuts Yeah. (laughs) yeah but everyone that has seen this damn movie is like this is the best superhero movie ever made, and then when we go watch it, everyone's not. No one's gonna talk about. It. No one's gonna talk about the unfortunate circumstances that he did. He has mental health issues. He's getting help. Who knows whatever happening over there? Yeah, for sure. But enough time passed, and the movie supposedly is the greatest superhero <laughs> movie of all time. So, I mean, as fucked up as it sounds, that's just the reality. As a as a Disney executive, oh. wait it out. See what happens. Yeah. If, if you can give me money, we'll, we'll, we'll forget about that shit. No, but like, listen, we're going to give it, we're going to give it 12 to 16 months. If no one else shows up or if we can pay off enough people to not say shit, people forget. And if they don't forget, they just won't be as vocal. And if they're not as vocal, then no one else talks about it. Right? Yeah. Like that. It's just the unfortunate side. We talk about it in jest, but it's the reality. Like, it is the fucked up nature of our society, unfortunately. And we play, 
we contribute to it because we're for sure going to go see the Flash movie because they're saying it's the greatest superhero movie of all time. Like, I'm not going to not watch it, but I still understand that what he did was fucked up. But the only way to change that stuff is to not go watch it. And that's a tough, that's a tough ask for most people. And that movie ain't got to do with shit. I'm watching it. <laughs> it's just nuts, dog. It is nuts. I'm super excited about it, though. I think. Oh, yeah, dog. It's going to change the game. Yeah. That's why they couldn't get rid of them, though. They were so invested. Right. Wait it out. And there's no different from Marvel. Like, this is the main guy for the next three cycles. You have no choice. I can't wait for you to see Guardians. I have so much to say about Guardians, but we have to we have to watch it so that we can talk about it together. Soon. So good. It's on Flickster though, too. I might just watch Blue Legged Crazy. I'm not big, I'm not the biggest Guardians fan. The last movie wasn't that nah, good. You should go watch it in the movies. The second Guardian sucked. This is a really good oh, movie. I will. <laughs> but shit, I got to uh, tell you. I'm hungry and I gotta be back. Well, on that note. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. I appreciate you guys stopping by the Nerve Related <laughs> Podcast. Sorry for the delay. Vacation was more important last week. Don't regret it. Still tired of shit. Probably taking PTO. Well, I'm taking PTO on Friday. Don't know if Ray is. Either way, we're going to wrap up Dead Island 2 this weekend. We are wrapping that up this weekend. No matter what, we're about halfway through. I want to play it so bad. And then we're going to get into some more shooting stuff. Ray's trying to get me to play Apex again. Probably not going to be successful, but dude, they we'll did so much good stuff to the game. It's so like a whole, it's not a whole new, it's not a whole new game, but um, no, yeah, sure, but I'm talking about like it's different. It's because you just want to play a battle royale game. That's no. the only, the only reason. The only reason. <laughs> Doug, I'm, All right, y'all. Make sure yeah. you subscribe. Hey, we appreciate appreciate the love. you guys stopping by. Sorry about the wait. <laughs> Deuces. That look great. He don't. See ya! <laughs>